Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 218 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. Damon might show up at some point. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so first I, of all, I, yeah, how are you feeling, Tom? Yeah, so <laughs> let's, everyone's let's, wondering. Yeah. Let's start off with what what happened last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So a lot of those of you that don't, you know, obviously we didn't have an episode last week, and and I know not everybody follows us on social media, so maybe not everybody saw that we were going to take a week off, right? So. Um, the reason why we took a week, because listen, I, you know, we're full disclosure around here. Like I, I, I don't have anything to, to, to hide from anybody here. So I, I, you know, and, and I'll share what really happened. Essentially, first of all, we had very difficult schedules last week, but mm-hmm. the bigger problem was that I was sick. So, yes. uh, I, I, yeah, so I, I was very sick. Um, I had come down with pneumonia. I couldn't talk really, um, you know, without, uh, without coughing. And so, which is a problem when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we just had made the decision to uh, to take the week off. And, and you know, I, I saw a lot of people commenting like, well, why don't you guys have like a B team that's like ready to do the show? But like, even if we would have had somebody else record the show for us, like I still would have had to produce the show and I was in no shape to do that. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's why we, we didn't have an episode last week. And I know we usually will. I'll, I'll usually record a little, like you know, one minute, like, "Hey, we're not gonna, we're not here this week, but we'll be back next week." Didn't even have the ability to do that, so, um, so I apologize to anybody that like tried to tune in last week and all of a sudden was like, "Wait, why is there no episode two eighteen that's supposed to be showing up on my normal Monday morning?" It was, which was probably especially confusing if you don't follow us on social media. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah, I guess I I assume that everyone listening is on our Facebook page and whatnot, which you're right. Yeah. They're not. Um, yeah. I yeah, certainly yeah, like, didn't plan that to happen. So <laughs> no, yeah. Like, like Tom said, it, it, it kind of worked out like, like, you know, first of all, yeah. Tom, Tom being sick. Um, and then when we started talking about it, it was like, I had things going on. Damon had things going on and none of our schedules wind up. Unfortunately, like, we couldn't find a, a common place where we could get together. So yeah, you know, we, we kind of agreed on this a long time ago that, you know, if it ever hit a point where, you know, all of us were busy, we, you know, it's just all of us were busy and we can't do yeah. the episode at that time. But uh, yeah, you know, it, I, mean, I mean, that almost never happens, right? Like yeah, we it, usually it, are yeah. able to accommodate it. Like <laughs> we're usually able to do like a Friday night or Saturday night or something like that. We just, I mean, it just, it just got to a point where there was no way I was going to be able to do the show. Um, and then, you know, there was, you guys were, you know, if like Damon's missing or Trevor's missing, you know, we can, we can do the show with two people, right? Like that's fine. But if both of you are missing or if I'm missing and what are you, like, we can't do it. Right. So yeah, it just kind of turned out that way. And and I guess to the point of the B team, you know, it's not fair to, you know, tell somebody, you know, Hey, be on call basically, or, you know, be ready to go whenever we're not available. Like, Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know some people, you know, say you know they would jump on in a second, and and you know we absolutely appreciate that. But I I would not want to put someone in a position where it's like you know, hey, you know, we we can't do this. You know, pick up the ball and run with it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, look, there's there's a I mean, there's a lot of work that not everybody actually sees that goes into the show, right? Like there's yeah. 
there's prep work that happens obviously and and you know if you're on our patreon you can you can see the rundowns that get put together it's you know usually four to six pages of information so it's not like it's something that just can get thrown together you know at a moment's notice and and uh you know it it can definitely take some time um yeah so that's you know that's that's kind of what happened last week for those that were wondering i i know it probably was weird and confusing but uh you know and I, really this is this rarely happens and you know trevor mentioned and i didn't even think about it the, the fact that we've been doing the show now for six years yeah how is it possible that it's even that long i don't know um but it's been six years this month and i i guess we we kind of missed our I, I don't know what the actual anniversary date is but i i always felt like it was like the the f- like first week of the april first, was kind of when it's we like started the first week right yeah, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, we're, it's been that long. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're just past six years, which yeah, is, it doesn't feel like six years and uh, you know, it's definitely a good thing. I think yeah. like it's, you know, yeah. for something like this, if it doesn't feel like it's, or if you feel like you, 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 you haven't had enough time to do it, that means <laughs> it's good. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You feel like there's still, there's still more to be done. You know, it's like, uh, it, it, I, I'm just shocked it's been that long. It just doesn't feel like it has been. So it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. So, so anyway, All right. I don't know if Damon, are you here now or can you talk to us now? Or are you, uh, oh. I mean, I'm here, but <laughs> I'm just I'm getting settled in. I'm getting, just getting settled. Okay. Well, just wanted to, you know, say hi. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we actually have listener questions this week and listen, you know, because we skipped a week, Obviously, a lot of the things we're going to talk about on the show are going to be uh, a week stale, right? Like, that's how it's going to be. But, um, you know, the good news is, uh, you know, we, remember, we used to do a show every two weeks. So we used to kind of... Oh, the it good old way. days. The good old days <laughs> we used to do every other week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, now this the, some of this information is going to be a like week old. But that's okay. So yeah, it's still worth talking about, I think. Yeah, of course. I, I think course. we need to talk about this new Disney trading game, I feel like. Oh yeah, you want to talk about that? We can. We can put that I on the list. Want to talk about that. The, the card game, it. is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, Disney's usually late with things like this, right? So it makes sense that they're kind of late, but is it gonna be a big deal? I can't figure that out yet. So so what's the name of this thing again? I kind of forget. I B twenty three had an article on it. Yeah. Uh, is this um, Disney Lorcana? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I just don't know like what that means. So it's going to be coming in September. It's a trading card game, right? So, I mean, I guess we're thinking like Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, something like that. I mean, some of the artwork's pretty cool. It does mm-hmm. feel like it's getting a lot of hype. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm getting Magic the Gathering vibes for sure. Yeah. I just, the only thing I feel like is it too late? Or is it perfect because people want something new? I don't know the answer to that. But the other thing I wonder is, and again, I'm not a card player, but I think that I'm going to jump into this, right? Because it is Disney, just to kind of give it a spin. Is that they're going to be like special cards, right? So that's the thing I, I, I don't understand. Maybe maybe Trevor has a little bit more insight. Like, So in Magic the Gathering, are there like special cards that like, people hold on to because they're a big deal and you can't get them anymore, but they can make oh. awesome decks and stuff like that. Oh yes. I, I, I mean, okay. So, uh, so I get that. Okay. I mean, I, listen, yeah. I didn't need a full deep dive, but right. That, let, that, let, yes. Let's sideline that for a minute. Cause that I, I was, I have a couple of decks of magic, the gathering cards. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is a whole, there is a whole thing around so card cards. You can't get anymore, and, right. Yeah, yes. Oh yes. So um, what will Disney yeah. do? 
this is the question that but, I have around this. Will this be something that sits in the same realm where we're going to have cards that are going to be rare like that? Or is that not going to be the case? That's what well, I'm curious about. According to what I'm reading here, it says they're going to follow a similar release schedule to Magic and Pokemon in that it will have four expansion sets each year. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's where the rarity comes in is that it's each, each set has its own cards in it. And you may get lucky enough to get the rarer cards in the set. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, then so, so like the earlier cards in Magic the Gathering, the ones that are really rare now, you know, at the time people were just playing with them. They didn't know necessarily, although it was, it was kind of clear certain ones were definitely overpowered in the sense of the game. And, and even like in tournament play, certain ones are not allowed anymore because they are too powerful. But then those eventually evolved into what you're talking about is the rare expensive cards right so So, well okay so i'm looking at kind of this list here right Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking to myself all right so we have the first chapter right so they're going to make chapters as kind of their thing in terms of right releasing different chapters okay cool i get that right they're gonna have booster packs all right cool i get that but then they have this illumineers trove right it's gonna have you know huge box two deck boxes eight booster packs a player guide but it's possible that even with mm-hmm. this Illumineer's Trove, that I'm not going to have all the cards. Definitely not. Because if there's booster packs, there's no way that they'll give you... Even even the starter decks won't have the really good cards. The really good cards will be in the booster packs from a, from a gameplay standpoint. But then there's also the whole, like, if they do foil cards or they do. They're gonna have Chinese. Cards. Yeah, so... So, so shiny, like, yeah, collectibleness versus playability, so, there, there's going to be some interesting crossover there. I'm trying to figure out, like, what I'm going to do, right? Like, so I think I want to try this. I think I want to try it with my daughter. I think that we may end up YouTubing some of it, maybe, right? Because I think it'll be kind of cool. But I, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to have to buy one of these Illumineer Troves and just stack it and then buy another one and play with it, I feel like. I don't know. I just don't know. Right. So that's kind of the thing. So you had Skylanders and then you had, what was Disney's again? Their ripoff? Disney Infinity. Yeah. 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 So you had Disney Infinity, right? So which one was really more popular? Well, I mean, Skylanders was, right? It wasn't even close. I mean, Disney Infinity was cool, but Skylanders were way more popular. I'm, I'm still in my head debating the popularity of this versus other things. Because what you're saying here is, right, when you go into something like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, you are I, I, it's going to be kind of tough to finagle, but I feel like the Disney part of this is good and bad, right? Because if you're mm-hmm. done a Disney person, you could still be a Pokemon person. You could still be a Magic the Gathering person, right? If you're, if you're not a D&D person, I feel like you can be a Magic the Gathering person, right? I don't think those are two paths that, that have to you know coincide. I don't think they have to be part of the same Venn diagram, right? But I feel like with this, are you playing this if you're not a Disney person? I just don't think so. And this is where I work. I'm you know, the, no, I mean, I could see it. You know, I I would put it this way because th- this is the same thing with Pokemon. Is that you know there there's kind of two camps of people. Is that there's the collectors and there's the players. Because I know a lot of people that, um, and same thing with Magic: The Gathering. Is that I I met people that were more interested in collecting and going after rare cards or, or unique cards. Not necessarily rare, but you know you know something different or something that you know only had you know, a limited run mm-hmm. or a misprint even. And then there's people that are care about the game functionally and care about like actually playing the game and how the cards relate to that. So sure. 
But don't you I mean, think that that's like, so if you, you're enjoying playing the game, right, you're not already part of a subset of Disney. You kind of get what I'm getting, like getting at. Like, I wonder, hey, listen, I don't perceive to know what the answer is, but I just wonder if that's going to be it. Like Skylanders was this thing where it's like, all right, cool. Skylanders, it's its own new thing. I, I don't have to be a Disney person to be part of Skylanders. Right. But once infinity came out, I kind of felt like, and I didn't do anything with infinity. Like we played Skylanders and, and I was a Disney person, but I was kind of like, well, you know, it's, it's you know what the problem with Skylanders well, was well, so so we did play Disney Infinity, and the, the biggest problem with Disney Infinity was that the the gameplay experience was very watered down, it, and you could see where they wanted yes. to, you you know, Skylanders mm-hmm. definitely did things a lot better, and that's why it was so popular. Is that it wasn't just a matter of you know collecting these different figurines; it was yep. hey, these actually had impact in the game, and I think that's where. The well, card game, that's where that's going to matter is that. Well, that's what doesn't I matter the same so much. question, right? Yeah. Are you, are you killing somebody or are you, you get kind of what I'm saying, right? Are you destroying something? Are you killing something? Are those are going to be things that Disney stays away from? Well, I, I think it, what, what you're getting towards here is, you know, what the gameplay loop actually looks like. Yes. Because mm-hmm. if it's, if it's a bad gameplay loop, you end up with a bunch of cards that you, you're never going to use. I've, I actually fell pray to this because you know since i used to play magic the gathering i found a card game that used street fighter characters because i also liked playing street fighter and i was excited about that but then when i actually sat down with it it wasn't good like it was like yeah here's a bunch of cards with street fighter characters but the game itself was very boring and so i ended up wasting my money on that and that's I, so I think that's kind of where you're getting with this too, right? Sure. So there, like, there's part of it. And then the second part of this, so Ravensburger is well known for putting out great games. So I'm mm-hmm. happy about that, right? Yeah. But what, what you kind of have here is, is that, you know, like you have, let me go to D&D for a second. You have D&D and you have Pathfinder, right? So Pathfinders, yeah, listen, listen, I love Pathfinder. I love their books, right? Dealt with them for a long time. Super great people. But it's really just a D&D ripoff at the end of the day. And that's okay because that was, you know, kind of call it homebrew for lack of a better term. And I don't want to get into the specifics of that specific, you know, especially since we're in this era of problems with D&D. Let's just table that. But I'm wondering, is this just going to be a homebrew of Magic the Gathering, right? Like, is it going to be such a distinct gameplay? Or are they just going to stick with something that they already know works? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where mm-hmm. I wonder. It's going to be interesting, but I'm, I'm involved. Right. I'm kind of excited. I think it will be pretty good art. I think that it will be kind of fun. Um, it, it, you the know, art's I, I definitely like cool looking. The yeah, art is I, cool. I like yeah. the fact that they've said they're going to kind of reimagine characters to make them fit. Right. So maybe a non magic character will all of a sudden have magic. That's okay. I like that. I don't know, man. I'm on board, but I just don't know if I see it making any dent into what we see with Magic the Gathering. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I you know, I, it's interesting. The article I'm reading here just mentions that the cards are already fetching wild auction prices despite not even being released. Ugh. Like, <laughs> come on. I know. Well, I wonder yeah. where we're going to be able to get this. So you're talking local about. local game store is getting a first crack at the product. So yeah. we'll launch in friendly local game stores on August 18th. But, but again, and then the first chapter releases September 2023. So what does that mean, right? What are we going to get? How is this going to end up being released? Yeah, I don't know. 
It's a good question. No, I'm excited. I'm making some calls on Monday. It's funny when I saw this, I was like, "Ooh, I kind of want to be involved in this." Um, and there, there is a page that tells you how to play. I have not gotten there yet. Um, I definitely will. And there's a way to download quick rules and things like that. I mean, I'm definitely going to do that. But I'm going to be involved in this. I think I'm going to try it out. I'm going to give it a whirl. See where we end up. Yeah. You know, here, here's the interesting thing with it is that, like, you know, like Magic: The Gathering. You know, I, I enjoy playing these kinds of games like, you know, like you, I, I, I want to sit down and try this, but a physical card game uh, is, it's a lot harder for me for a sell right now because a lot of the people that I would play it with are not anywhere near me. <laughs> so makes it a little harder. Yeah. Well, so, I wonder so if I actually kind of this then too. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what I'm wondering. Cause, cause they've done that with magic, the gathering where mm-hmm. there's now the, you know, you can play it online and you can build your decks and all that kind of stuff, which is great because it, you know, it, it fills exactly that niche. And, you know, I'm hoping, you know, if something like this gets enough traction that they could potentially, you know, like you said, maybe there is an app coming. Maybe they, they already have that in the hopper, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on it too. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, my only problem is I, I'm not going to go buy a bunch of cards because like I said, I'm going to just end up sitting with a bunch of cards and not being able to play the game. <laughs> yeah. It seems like this kind of thing is quite a, like a, quite a commitment, like money wise, you know what I mean? Like you have to keep kind of keep well, buying stuff, right? <laughs> it, it can, and it can be, can't be right. Like it, it depends on how much you want to customize your deck because you can also just play with, you know, the starter decks are usually functional enough and you can usually get creative with them. But um, if you really want to fine tune a deck or if you really want to go after a particular type of deck, that's where it gets expensive. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I do think it's interesting, by the way, that the, it seems like they're only focusing on classic, not classic Disney characters, but they're not going down the like really the the Pixar well as much or Star Wars or Marvel. But I mean, I think that's what the expansion packs are for, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe, but I, they, they haven't said that they're going to do those, you know, I better, you're right. They probably will go that route at some point. Right. Well, then the question is, will they do Marvel characters? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. No, I no. You're asking the wrong question, Damon. Will they do Disney afternoon characters is the better question. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I think they will do that. I, I was, first of all, there's gummy bears. I better have them all right. I better have every <laughs> single one of those cards. I'm just wondering if they'll even go into Marvel and star Wars or will they have their own games? That's what I guess the question. Being. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking more, you know, will we see Doug or. Wow. Pepper Ann or something. Pepper <laughs> Ann. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, I also Think noticed that it. you're not seeing like, uh, you know, you're not seeing any Chip and Dale going on on this. You're not seeing like, uh, like, you know, DuckTales or like, you know, really we've only seen like so, Mickey and Elsa and like, you know, those it, kinds of characters. Well, that's, what, yeah, that's what makes it interesting. So as we're sitting here, I'm digging through my old emails from when we used to go to Toy Fair. Gosh, I have a contact from 2019. I am definitely going to be sending a message on Monday, but I just feel like that might be too long ago to have a contact. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> never know. Surprised. I wonder who owns Ravensburger. That, that's the thing. Like, I think they're owned by somebody else. So. Yeah, I mean, but they've got a really good track record for games. I mean, they. I yes. don't. From what I've read, they haven't done a card trading game before, but I mean, the other games they've done have been pretty, have been pretty good. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. So that's this is what's interesting. So I have a contact over at ThinkFun. ThinkFun is a, a subsidiary of Ravensburger. Well, there you go. 
Mm. All right, we're making we're making emails we, again from somebody from 2019 that probably doesn't even work there anymore. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, well, I'll be looking at LinkedIn right. while while we're talking. So let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's get on to the list we'll of questions, and then we can come back to this later. Yeah. So Joe wants to know: Will you guys go to Disneyland once the new DVC tower opens? I mean, like, I don't think it's like uh the the dvc uh, a dvc resort being there that's stopping me from going to disneyland it's more just it's a long trip across the country and i do you know need to plan that out and have the time to do it but you know it'll be nice to have another option for staying when i do go to disneyland yeah sure mm-hmm. and i i don't think trevor needed a, the tower to go i mean no i i mean yeah the the thing is is will i go to disneyland it, the first part of that yes i will absolutely go back to disneyland um, whether or not it hinges on the DVC tower. I mean, we'll, we'll get more into that in a bit here. Um, cause, cause it, the, the DVC tower definitely, um, it, it added some complications as a DVC owner. Um, would I still stay there? Yeah, I would, I would still plan, plan to stay there regardless of whether or not I actually have points there, I guess is the best way to say it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, Sarah wants to know, I sometimes think about specific places in the parks affectionately. What is one place in any park or resort that you think, man, I wish I was there. Example yesterday. I wish I was walking from the Skyliner to the river to Riviera for breakfast. Mm. You know, that's a, it's a good question. Cause I, I, I often think to myself, man, I could use a ride around the people movie right now. You know what I mean? Like, just like, I don't know if it's this weird thing about the people movie that just kind of like clears my head. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like yeah. a, a a small amount of peace in a busy place, um, and and you know I also feel that way about the monorail too though. Like it's weird that it's almost like transportation related always with me in my in my head. But um, yeah, I don't know. Those, those are kind of just like a few of the places that I always think about. Yeah, for for me, it's um, I I get that with the people mover. Um, yeah. The two places that I find myself thinking about the most are um, the the walkway in so in the Polynesian, the walkway along the beach um, mm, that, yeah. that, you know, you know, it's right in front of the like Morea and, and whatnot. And like that's always I always think about, you know, walking there at night because it's it's kind of like you. It's it's one of those like really quiet places because yeah. there, there's usually not a lot of people going back and forth and you can you know, really just kind of, you know, look out over the lake and, you know, see everything off in the distance. And, and that's great. Um, so I, I like that. The other place that I, I love to be, but I also know it's, it's crazy busy is like that space in between the Tiki room and pirates of the Caribbean in mm. Adventureland. Okay. Um, and it's mainly because of like, there's definitely like the music and the atmosphere and everything just mm. gets to me. Like just that being in Adventureland, I just love it. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's kind of between those two places that I jump back and forth. Interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I also probably shouldn't include the Skyliner in there too. I, I think to myself how nice it would be to go for like a quick Skyliner ride. Just, yeah. You know, just a nice relaxing Skyliner ride. <laughs> um. Damon, I, I know you're busy looking at things, but uh, <laughs> I am. Um, what, what's yeah. so wait? A spot that I wish I was at in the park. Where in a resort, man? Um, I don't know. I like Epcot. Yeah. I mean, where do I wish I wasn't Epcot? Hmm. 
That's a tough call. Like, cause it's gotta be somewhere that's not super packed all the time for me. Right. So quieter. yeah. It's that gotta be by the imagination pavilion. Maybe living with the land. <laughs> no, neither one of those. I feel like it's probably more over by, um, gosh, I feel like guardians kind of ruined that though with where it is. What that little that used to be kind of a the, quiet little section of yeah, the park. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I would say, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I that, get that. that area over like between test track and yes. mission space and yep, all that. Yep, yeah, yep. I, I would say that. that's where it was, but unfortunately that's gone because they had put guardians in. But I'll tell you from all the all the um people talking about Tron, I mean, and everyone saying that Guardians is better, I don't know. Mm. Maybe maybe now I'll have to be a little bit more on board with Guardians since the the next ride was was not as good. I think they're just different. I mean, it's it's interesting to compare the two, though. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've seen all sorts of craziness. A lot of people complaining about the length of the ride, yet when like the ride length is timed, it's not any different than some of the other rides. Some of the other but stuff, yeah. People were complaining about that uh, a fair amount. I don't know. I just saw a lot of complaint crop up recently about Tron. Maybe it's because people mm. are getting back to the parks because, you know, school's almost over, the weather's out and just I don't I'm not sure. But I just yeah, I don't know what groups you're in because I haven't really seen any complaints. I, I try to stay in groups that you're not in. It makes is, it is that like, what it is? <laughs> <laughs> that way we can have a diverse um set of of understanding, right? Being in different groups. If we're all in the same groups, yeah. it wouldn't wouldn't be fun. Well, because most of the ones I've seen that people have seemed to really enjoy it. So I, yeah. I think this was more of a comparison between Guardians and Tron, and people are more on the Guardian side than the Tron side. I, I don't think I'll get – well, I, not that I don't think. I, I know I'm not going to get to see Tron this go around because I'm just not going to go to Magic Kingdom. So that makes it difficult for me to even make a comparison, unfortunately. Well, yeah. You, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I like how it's now that people are coming out with these things because – Tron has existed for so long because the like yeah. it's the same ride that is in Shanghai and it's not mm-hmm. like people couldn't have analyzed this information before because you can find yeah. ride throughs on yeah, yeah. on YouTube. I, I just find it funny that people are now being like, oh, you know, I don't like it because of, you know, it's not long enough. It's like, but you already like you already knew what oh. the ride was. Yeah. Like, like I that just I don't know. It just boggles my mind a little bit that people are well some yeah, maybe some know. people don't know it exists in shanghai i don't know <laughs> i i you're right i guess that's fair i should i shouldn't assume that uh that people are necessarily paying that close attention to it but yeah. uh yeah I, I i guess to me it's you know you know that i i feel like there's far less surprise behind tron than there was behind guardians and that's just purely because of the fact that tron was a known thing for years before it actually yeah. came to magic kingdom right yeah no that's that's true I mean, and you know, from from what I, you know, just Wikipedia says it's about two minutes long. I mean, that's pretty much. Well, what they're saying that lot. that's not the whole ride, though, right? That's the whole thing from loading to all that. But they're saying the actual ride itself of you know, the, from the launch to it being done before it you pull on the station is is far shorter. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. We'll know see when one of you guys goes on it. Like I said, I don't see myself being on Tron for a fairly long time because I just don't go to Magic Kingdom. And it's not something that is forcing me to go there. Like, 
between that and Velociraptor, like I'm trying to go on that ride, right? Or whatever, whatever that thing's called. Like, Velocicoaster. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to go on. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, I'm just saying like, if, if it is around two minutes, like that's, you know, fair. I mean, it's not all that short. Sure. But again, like the, the days, ride you know? from, you know, beginning to launch, is that really part of the ride? I mean, some people would say no. I don't know I, though. I mean, it's, it is, is that really, I mean, is that really the, the, the number that they're using there? I don't know. They don't really say, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I Somebody don't know. was saying it's less than a minute. If you don't account for, you know, the beginning and then again, I, I'm not, I haven't been on it, but that's just yeah. what I've heard. And then I'm just not, it's not something that's driving me to go there. I mean, Guardians wasn't either, so it's tough, but this one is definitely be, and I think because kind of like what Trevor said, we've already seen it. Gosh, yeah. I would have liked something new. I'm yeah, going to be on board with Moana. I just hope Moana's good. The, the, the water Moana's feature thing. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm, I'm looking forward to. Well, it's not even a ride, though. So, no, <laughs> it's I mean, still a feature. Be yeah. yeah, sure. It's it's still an experience, right? Like like that's what you're looking for yep. is just experiences at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So Justin asked if you had one one day park if you had a one day park day, how would you spend it? Well, we we know what Damon's going to do because he's has that scenario coming up. I, I mm-hmm. Absolutely, have that scenario, right? So I'm going to Epcot because where else would you actually even go? The the only thing that would would change my mind is if I had not been to like star Wars land or, uh, you know, galaxy sure. edge, or if I hadn't been to somewhere like that, then I might reconsider where I would go in a single day. But, you know, for the, you know, upcoming future, right. Cause Moana is going to be at, at Epcot, right? Yeah. Yep. So again, like <laughs> where am I going? <laughs> I'm going You're to just, Epcot. Just staying at Epcot forever. I'm just staying at Epcot. So <laughs> we, we've actually, we're, we're going to, add on to our trip it looks like but not anything more at disney i think we're gonna end up going to universal for a day prior to going to disney yeah um and it seems like we're going to be missing everyone at disney because we're going for a pretty short time in june like we're really only there for three nights at disney but we're gonna go do it seems like what's gonna happen now is we're gonna drive down go to the gaylord palms because again it's just funny if you ask my kids what their favorite hotel would be, you you can have Disney, you can have Universal. They want to go to the Gaylord Palms. They love that place. Oh, wow. Better than, you know, anything at Universal. Now, we've stayed at Universal more at the Royal Pacific than anywhere else. I think this time we're going to stay at Portofino just because even though I love the Royal Pacific, I feel like uh, I got to do something different and Hard Rock doesn't really move the meter for me. So we'll do that. But out of everywhere we've stayed at Disney, they still love the heck out of uh, Gaylord Palm. So we're going to go there Saturday, stay there Saturday night, get up on Sunday, head over to Universal Hotel somewhere in the afternoon. So maybe we might like, you know, hit City Walk, go to Universal, spend the night at Portofino, just so the next day we can get tickets to go to Universal for the day, right? Because that whole thing with getting the tickets and the express passes is well worth it at Universal for me, especially if we're only going to do a day. We're going to do Universal that day and then go to Disney and check in that night. So we won't stay at universal past like probably five or six and then nothing the next day. Epcot the day after, and then come home. I think, I think it's something along those lines. When is this again? This is June, right? It's June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. So coming up soon here. Yeah. Again, we're only really going to hit Epcot. We'll see how that is. I don't think, 
gosh, I feel like the, the kids are going to talk me into stupid lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy, but we'll see. <laughs> I feel like it's going to happen. I yeah, feel probably. like it will happen. Kind of seems like it. And I'm not even mad about that. The, the more I think about the way that works, it's not necessarily a bad thing because think about it. I'm going in June, so I would have been I would have been within my window already to have to get fast passes, right? And now it's yeah. like I can do that. I don't even have to think about that. I don't have to think about dealing with that until the morning of. Yeah, you don't have to plan ahead anymore, really. You don't have to plan ahead at all. And my, yeah. listen, honestly, I feel like at that point, if you want a lightning lane, I don't even think it's going to be all that hard. It's it's so funny to me because like it's I, I, good. Sorry, Trevor. I was going to say it, when we were there back in November, it wasn't that hard to get a lightning lane either. Like, yeah, I mean, it, if you're going to pay, yeah. <laughs> they want your money. Yeah, and and it's you know I I know a lot of people love you know ragging on the whole oh you know you got to pay for this like you said it's it's not bad like it's and it's I, worse I the for way me than it, it is for for you. That that's fair, but I but even you know factoring that in, like because you know we we've been talking about um you know taking uh, some of my son's friends with us on future trips, and so I would be you know paying for a group of kids like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's that whole convenience over time thing, right? And, and I guess like I'm still in the the mindset of you know I'm only at Disney so much, and if I can you know, not spend my time in lines or, you know, if I can just do the things that I want to do. Um, ha- or, and this is also, you know, knowing that I have the money in my budget that I can afford to do these things. It, it's not a bad thing. Like it, it, it honestly didn't hurt to get lightning lane when I was there in November. So yeah. 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 I was just going to say, I, I, and I just saw another article about this like today it's you know of people complaining that it's 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 too complicated to go to Disney now, and I was like, I feel like they made it way less complicated by not having any like pre planning anymore, right? Like you you still have to book dining reservations ahead of time, but kind of what Damon's yeah. saying, like you don't have to do anything else ahead of time. You no, can do it the day of. Like now, my parents are complaining about space eight thousand forty, whatever that place is, right? So two twenty. They, yeah, they they want to go there so bad, and I'm so trying to talk them out of it. But why are you trying to talk them out of it? Because I think it's a waste of money. No, like mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, when you're on a retired budget, I mean, what are they going to pay for two people? I just don't see it as just just have them do lunch while. instead of dinner. That's it's just you know it's much cheaper. You can also eat at the bar too. You don't have to like, do that too. Book yeah. a reservation. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's worth I it. Know, I mean, I, we, like, we had a great time there, so yeah, you know, you know, we enjoyed it too. And I guess I would say, you know, yeah, it's it's definitely one of the more expensive places to sit down. Um, it's a good experience at the end of the day, and if if that's mm. what your parents are looking for, like, yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad investment from that point of view. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So we'll we'll see, but they have to book that though. Yeah, I mean, they just they just have to book a reservation. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see if that happens. If that actually happens, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, so if I had one park day, we'd probably do Magic Kingdom. So I'm still at Magic Kingdom too. I or actually, you know, I'm I'm kind of in between. I guess I like I could I could easily do a day at Epcot, like like you, Damon, or I could do a day at Magic Kingdom. I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah. See, I still want to I, say Magic Kingdom. I feel like there's still Magic Kingdom's still a 
good enough place where I could just spend a day and be happy and not have to like plan a whole week or anything. Yeah. See, like to me, Magic Kingdom is like the essence of Disney, right? Like it's the, the, mm. the atmosphere of Magic Kingdom, you know, the Dapper Dan's, the music, the smells, the, it's just, it, it to me, it's like, if you want to, if you want to get like a full Disney fix in one day, like the Magic, Magic Kingdom does that for me. That's just kind of, yeah. kind of how I view it, you know? So, but I, you know, that's what a lot of people do, obviously. So, all right. So a lot of DVC news to get into. Okay. Which it's funny. We canceled our show the one week that there was like a ton of DVC news, <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. Right. So it's, it just was bad timing. So, so the the first thing on the list is uh, DVC announces the cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. Um, so they're taking I, – I, is it some or all of the cabins? I actually don't know how many cabins are there, but they're, they're taking 350 cabins at Fort, Fort Wilderness and turning them into DVC uh, accommodations, yeah, which – I think it's all of them. I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I could be wrong. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, what you so, were going to say? So, so I, I guess that would mean like the, like the campground still the campground. Yeah. But if you yeah. want to stay in a cabin, you have to do it on DVC points is what it kind of seems like. that way. Yeah. Kind of seems that way. Now, would you stay here? You know, it's, you. it's, it's interesting. <laughs> so, so I, I find no. this very interesting that they're doing this, right? Because this is theoretically, you know, you could almost call this their their first moderate resort, right? <laughs> like it's they're they're they haven't really done uh this at, at a place like Fort Wilderness before. Um I like the idea of cabins. Like we've wanted to stay in a cabin before. I do think, by the way, that this means that the whole reflections thing is just done. Like this is this is just what reflections is now. You remember remember the reflections resort? Yeah, they, but yeah. but this is not where reflections is though. It's not far off though. I mean, it's it was pretty close to where it was going to be, right? Um, I, and okay, I, I would I would argue against that because they're doing the poly and then the tower between poly and Grand Floridian and then the Grand Floridian. So yeah, yeah, they could absolutely still do reflections, but no, they could. That's my I just, opinion. I, yeah, no, I I they could. I just feel like. I don't know. I feel like this this tells me that it's it's uh it's not going to be. By the way, I just looked it up. So they have four hundred and nine cabins on property. So it's not okay. all of the cabins. There's there's still going to be like sixty cabins or so that uh will still be for. yeah that you'll still be available to uh, Fort Wilderness. So um so the existing cabin sites are gonna um are will be utilized with entirely new units. So basically they're just gonna remove the existing cabin uh, cabins and put new ones in right. Um, the interesting thing here is cabins will sleep six adults, include a private bedroom, bathroom, living room, full kitchen, patio, and some of the cabins will also be do- dog friendly, apparently, too. Which, you know, if you're going to make a resort mm. dog friendly, I mean, this is this is where you're going to do it, right? Like, yeah, this it makes the most sense. But to your question of would I stay there? I'm going to go with a strong maybe. I, 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 I'm not I'm not opposed to doing the whole cabin There's thing. There's nothing I think strong it about a maybe. Fun. What's that? There's nothing <laughs> strong about a maybe. It's a strong maybe. Like if I were like, that's, that's a contradiction. <laughs> no, it's not a contradiction. It's it's a I'm I'm leaning towards a yes. Like I'm not like wishy washy about it. I'm more leaning towards a yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even want to argue the semantics of that. I'll just kind of just pretend like I didn't hear it. <laughs> if I, if we were at a scale where yes is like a seven, I'm like a six and a half. Like, <laughs> so okay. I don't know. Uh, but I, 
I, I this is interesting though too because before this got announced that it was announced that Trails End restaurant was going to be turned into like a quick service kind of place, and a lot of people didn't understand why. And I think this is the reason why, right? Like they're 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 trying to have DVC like a you know amenities available if they're going to have DVC uh, units there, you know? Yeah, and I guess so that that's where this is not working for me because. The thing that I like about staying at the resort that I stay at is that the amenities are all very close, like yeah. very easily within walking distance. And even, you know, laundry is is readily available, like in, in the, the three buildings or like it's in Morea, but, it, you know, it's very close. Everything is very um, convenient. And when I think about staying in a cabin, which I, and I guess maybe this might be. You know, I've stayed in cabins in in Alberta, which, um, you know, you're you're getting up and you're having to walk like it's not like, you know, going to the bathroom. And you got to walk like, you know, you know, 10 minutes to to find an actual bathroom kind of thing. But, you know, you know, things like laundry, things like quick service or just, you know, you know, that kind of stuff, not having it readily accessible. I I feel that takes away from it, but I can also see where people would enjoy the privacy or enjoy just, you know, having a space to yourself where it's quiet and there's nobody else around. Um, This doesn't feel like somewhere, though, that I would want to stay even, you know, and and I assume the points will also be pretty steep for this if it's six people per cabin. Right. So, um, yeah, a lot of reasons why I. Like, you know, it's great. Again, I'm glad that they're, they do stuff like this because, you know, I know there's lots of people with different situations and this works for somebody. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, listen, there, there are lots of people that will be very into this, right? Like, yeah, it's interesting too, because like, you know, my mom, when she was going to Disney back in the seventies, they would stay at Fort Wilderness. They, my grandparents had a camper. They would drive the camper down from New Jersey and they would, that's what they were, where they would stay. I mean, they'd stay at Fort Wilderness. So like in a weird way, like it, it makes me kind of want to stay there just because my like when I was, you know, when my mom was a kid, she used to stay there like that. But you know, and you got you got to get the golf cart, Trevor. You get the golf cart. That's how you get everywhere, you know. And and you take mm. the golf cart to the <laughs> no. to all the amenities, you know. But I listen. This is not a place. I don't. I don't like camping. I've I've said this on the show before. I don't like camping in general, right? So that like, if I were going to do Tom this, can totally agree with. And camping is such a big thing in New Jersey too. I know. I just, I just oh, can't and, do it. Hey, <laughs> that we like, yeah, up here camping it, like everybody goes camping. I do not like it either. I'm right there with you yeah. guys. I, I don't like, I did it. enough of it when I was a kid <laughs> to know that I don't want to go and stay at a campsite anymore. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Damon, you're, are you out on these cabins too? Or are you, cause I mean, I know you're going to do a Saratoga cabin, right? A Saratoga what? Weren't you going to do tree one house. of the cabins? Yeah, there, one of the treehouse? Yeah. Well, treehouse and a cabin. I mean, why do you think they're the same? They're, I don't think that they're the same. I'm just saying it's it's not all that different. Um, you think they're, they're that much? I that. mean, you're, they're treehouse cabins. They're the treehouse cabins. Yeah, but they're bigger. Yeah, no, they're they're, it's, it's a different. If it, it's a different kind of uh, yeah, place they're in a different day, spot. You know? So no, I, yeah. I'm not down for anything that has the word camping in it, or remotely in it, or adjacent to it, or anything along those lines. Well, how do you feel about the dog friendly piece, though? I mean, I guess that's good. The the only thing I worry about ever bringing my dog anywhere was if the dog gets lost when you're somewhere. What do you do? 
I feel like yeah. I'd have to permanently move there until I found the dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what I worry about. So like, I, I like it in theory. And I think for other people, that's a, it's great. I think if you're going to give people dog friendly options, that's the option to give them. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I, I was surprised by this announcement. I really, uh, I, I, you know, certainly did not see this coming. Um, but you know, I think it's a good thing. And I think a lot of people are going to like it and, and buy into it. I do think it's interesting that they, seem to continue to build new DVC accommodations when they have several resorts that are still on sale. Um, that's kind of odd to me, but you know, if that's what their strategy is right now, then, then that's cool. I mean, I think it's good that we all have options. So I I don't think they ever want to be in a point where they don't have multiple places on sale. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I know when I bought, they were only actively selling Alani and Grand Floridian at that time when I bought direct. Mm. Like they, I mean, it's just, it's weird to have so many options because usually they have like one that they're selling, you know, actively and then Alani because Alani will never sell out. So um, it, it is interesting to me that they're going to have like a lot of options, you know, between Riviera and Grand Floridian and the new Poly and, um, you know, the the tower. There's yeah. just a lot. There's just a lot that's going to be on sale. So yeah, that's that's true. I guess yeah, because for me it was Copper Creek, Polly, and uh, Alani that were available when I bought in initially. Yeah, exactly. Should we do the ad before we get into yeah. the Disneyland hotel stuff? Yeah, let's let's do that, and then uh, yeah, we can come back to this. Uh, this week, our uh, sponsor is Monera. Uh, Monera, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monera offers lending with the longest terms available at 12 years, the option of no credit check, instant approval, low down payments, and no payment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract on the resale market, go check out their new quick online quote first. You may be surprised just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to monerafinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. When you speak to them, be sure to let them know the Welcome Home sent you. Or if you're doing it on the website, uh, make sure you uh, pick us in the dropdown. Great. All right. So obviously the big news, I wanted to get the the Fort Wilderness stuff out of the way before we got to the the, the villas at Disneyland Hotel stuff, right? So um, we, we now know that the sales will open on May 2nd for current members. For the villas at Disneyland Hotel and May 30th for first time buyers, um, they have also announced the the uh, base price of 230 per point. Um, you know that's before incentives. They might have some incentives. They probably, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they probably will have some incentives. Um, but the big thing that everyone's talking about is this transient occupancy tax, uh, right, Trevor? Yeah. I, like, I think that's probably the big thing. So, and let, let me just explain it first, and then we can kind of get into it, right? So, essentially. Uh, there's basically uh, this transient occupancy tax. Uh, it's basically a hotel tax, right? It's it's just like a regular hotel tax. Uh, but uh, you know what? It, what's interesting is that the Grand Californian right now actually factors this into uh into your points, right? It's it's part of your dues. Um, but what they're going to do with the, the tower is a little bit different, where they're not going to include it in dues, and they're actually going to charge it to people when they stay there. Right. So it, and it's going to be, uh, you know, a part of it's, it's part of, uh, so essentially it's based on, uh, two, 273 per point is what they're saying. Right. So the, 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 the taxes are based on the rate of 273 per point is what this says. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting 
that that they're doing it this way because considering they do it differently for Grand Californian. But I also find it interesting, and Trevor, I, I'm excited. I mean, you know, interested to hear your opinion on this because to me, reading this, this feels like a better solution to me than what they do at Grand California because you're only paying it when you actually stay there as opposed to paying for it always. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. So so one thing to keep in mind with this is that so the the Grand Californians transient tax is not the same as um the the dvc tower yeah so so the 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 whole thing around the transient tax is that it's something that um the city of anaheim has implemented and it's basically that you know because they're a heavy tourist town they they realize you know that the you know tourists coming in and out the whole point of the transient tax is that it helps them keep their infrastructure up to date or, or you know basically that you know anybody who stays at any hotel is help paying into the infrastructure of the city and all that. Um, however, um, they, they sometimes like to, you know, like any municipality, they will, you know, try and get more than, or it, it's always perceived as them trying to get more than, than they necessarily should be or what we think they should be. Um, and in this particular case, um, yeah, it, it, the, whatever they, they negotiated, this is the, the, this is this year's transient tax. And they, I think they were very clear about saying, you know, this is the agreed upon cost this year because yeah. there's a good chance that as time goes on, this could change. And to your point, yeah, it's, you know, I understand why DVC split it out because that way, like you said, yeah, you know, if you're not actively using your points at that resort, you're not just paying that tax, um, you know, as, as part of your dues, it's going or it's whoever is staying there ultimately pays the tax because the the sure. thing is is that even if you you don't own points there, if you decided to try and book um try and book a room there, they would charge you the the transient tax. Which w- when you look at it, it's it basically so at two seventy three per point and looking at the point charts because I think the the lowest. Or you can get the 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 duo suites for I think as low as like fourteen points a night or something like that. Yeah, but then like that, yeah. but then going up to deluxe studios, they start at like eighteen points. So you're talking, you know, around the forty dollar mark per night to stay at this resort, which I I guess I started looking at this and, and this is where we'll, you know you know, back, back to the question asked about, would I stay at the DVC tower? Um, the thing is, is that, um, the, the point value. So, so the, the you know, it's, it's still pretty steep for points, which we kind of knew like it, or, yeah, we kind of knew it's going to be high. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I say it's steep for points, I, I mean, you know, like, you know, when, when we bought in, it was, you know, around the $150 mark. So $230 per point, is a definitely a lot higher, but then having the tax on top of that means every single stay you're paying more out of pocket, which it, um, and, and this is entirely a perception thing. I know that there's lots of different ways to look at, but my personal perception on this is that it turns the concept of DVC from having, and I'm using air quotes, free rooms. And I know it's yeah. not free. I know, you know, we pay dues and everything, but you know, having the, you know, being able to just book a room and just, have it there and it feel like, you know, you know, year over year, you're kind of getting a free room and, and eventually, you know, it gets to a point where you, you know, you are, 
you are breaking even or, you know, not paying for your rooms, right? The thing about this is that it turns it into you're not getting a free room. It just feels like a discounted room. Yeah. Which I don't particularly like because the whole thing about DVC was that, you know, I can, I don't have to worry about the cost of my hotel room, but now I do again if I was to, to stay here. Um, now that doesn't mean that I'm like, no, I'm never going to stay at the, the, the Disneyland hotel. I still do want to stay there, but, um, we've talked about it and, or me and my wife have talked about it and we, we both agreed that we were, we were going to buy points, but when we started seeing the stuff about the transient tax and everything that turned us off and we are actually now waiting, um, we think we may just actually just add on to our existing poly contract at this point. Oh, um, beca- because then what that does is that we, so we're in the position where we have, um, we have at, like non resale DVC points. And then we have the points that we are resale points were bought before the rules came in that you can't use them at the different resorts. So we have a yeah, bunch of yeah. points that we could use at the Disneyland tower at, you know, booking at seven months and the thinking is, you know, if we buy an extra, you know, 50 points or whatever, it puts us in a position where we have enough points that we could do a, you know, you, you know, we're, we're still going to Florida most of the time, but then like every other year, maybe we plan a trip to Disneyland and also understanding that it's going to, you know, we, we have to pay that upfront cost, but I don't, I don't want to buy points there because of this extra hoop to jump through. Yeah, but and, I mean, even if you yeah. stay there on other points, aren't you still gonna? You're still gonna have to pay that tax out of pocket, though. Right? True, but but yeah. the thing is, is that it's it's when I decide to versus if, if I bought a contract there, you feel then I'm in a position where I'm buying the contract there, but I'm using it in Florida all the time. So yeah. then it becomes like, well, why don't I just get another contract in Florida and then go there when I want to go there, kind of thing? Because I I'm also basing this on the assumption that. You know, it's it's a much larger um, DVC property, and the chances of getting, um, you know, you know, waitlisting and you know, potentially getting something at seven months should be higher. Like I, I yeah, should be able to get to. something there versus you know, staying at the Grand California, which is pretty much impossible. Yeah, so, I, I just I just look yeah. at it as re- regardless of whether you own there or not, you're gonna have to pay this tax, right? Like if you stay there, so yeah. like. It's the same thing with Alani too. Alani actually does the same thing where they calculate this tax at the end of your stay, and then they, you know, give you the fee, right? But but and that's why I didn't buy points at Alani either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's you know my my thinking is is that I don't want I don't want to lock my points in somewhere where it feels like it's a lot more difficult to use them, and then also on top of that, and we we didn't get to this yet, is that. Um, the, the Disneyland hotel has the same resale restrictions, which actually makes it a lot worse than the Riviera from a resale standpoint, because now like, like Riviera, you know, you know, getting a a resale, it's like, well, you're, you can only stay at the Riviera. People go, okay, fine. But then it's like, now you can only stay at the Disneyland hotel. And every time you stay here, there is, you know, you're, you're guaranteed you're paying the transient tax. Right. So I, I, there was too many there was too many negatives around this for me to justify as you know yeah we like like we actually we were originally thinking we wanted to get 50 points there be like the the plan was 
you know, go every other year and 50 points would be enough that we could, we could do that reasonably. Um, looking at the times a year based on the point charts and all that. Um, like I said, I, we kind of switched gears and I'm now looking at getting more poly points because I, I don't see the point in getting this particular hotel, unfortunately. <laughs> so so if they would have included the transient tax in, in your dues like they do for Grand California, would that have changed the math for you? I mean... Yeah, I, I, like I said, I it, it is entirely a perception thing is that yeah. I just, if if it was rolled in and it was like, fine, dues are a little bit higher. Sure, yeah. I could make that, I know it's mental gymnastics and I know people <laughs> listening to this may, may disagree with it, but it's a matter of, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm being nickeled and dimed. I right? get that. Like, like, you know, my dues come in at the end of the year. It's like, okay, this is the dues I pay to help you know, keep this place running fine. Like, like it's a one-time thing. It's not like they come back every uh, other month. Oh, and, oh, and right. And this is what that feels like is it's like, you know, I'm already paying dues. I'm already paying for the points. Oh, and you got to pay the tax. Right. So. No, I, um, I get that. It's, it's definitely a, like a yeah, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is like literally a, you're, a, as you're leaving the, it's almost like that parking fee, right? Where, if we were being charged the overnight parking fee, which doesn't exist anymore, it's like, you know, at the end of your stay, you're all of a sudden just like, you know, have a couple hundred dollars extra on your bill. It's like, wait, you know, I, I thought I had this covered with DVC. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Like, like it's it's that same kind of thing that, that yeah. you, you know, I, it's not that I expect everything to be free because I have DVC. I'm not I'm definitely not that entitled. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, the whole the whole selling point of DVC is that, you know, you get your room, your room is at least sorted out, but with this particular property, the room is not sorted out because you always end up paying the tax. And, and I get, you know, that wasn't Disney's choice. Like, like, you know, they had yeah. to make a decision because of the fact that, that uh, Anaheim imposes this tax. I, I understand that, but it doesn't appeal to me personally. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I get that. I, 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 I will say, I, I think, you know, and, and they mentioned this in the article is like one of the benefits of doing this is that it does reduce the annual dues because it's not included in that part. And it, it, you know, it only, it only because it shifts the responsibility onto people that are, you know, staying at the resort. So it, it's as opposed to onto the owners of the, of the, uh, of the contract. So I do think that that's a benefit. I don't know. For me, I, I actually, you know, if I, if I had been interested in, buying here to me this doing it this way as opposed to including it in my dues would actually appeal to me and i I would have actually like been better with that than putting it in my dues um but i also see your perspective as well trevor i I totally get what you're saying yeah and and yeah you know that that's that's fair like i said it's it's not that i'm saying that that the way that they're doing it is wrong it's just just not what you want yeah from my point of view i just don't I, I kind of like having everything bundled, you know, you know, you know, give me, give me the total, you know, I, 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 I understand, you know, everything needs to be itemized and all that, but tell me what I'm actually paying. Don't, oh, and me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like that. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. At least it's Disney. It's not Disney doing it this time. Right. Like that's, that's the good news. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking, is there anything, anything else you want to talk about with this? No. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, I think the, the next thing is, and, and maybe, or well, I'll, 
I have to get the DVC um, resale app set up on my phone again because I, I don't or I, I need to start looking for another contract that, um, you know, I will buy resale. Um, you know, maybe the next time we have uh, Derek and or Marissa on, I can buy it when they're on the show like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're we are going to have somebody on uh on next week so I, I i i didn't even talk to you guys about this yet but uh, <laughs> okay no we, well, yeah, I, we're, we'll have somebody on next week to give us some more insight about uh about disneyland the disneyland tower so oh good yeah yeah i didn't want to do it this week because we i, I figured you know we were gone for a week so this episode yeah. might end up a little bit overstuffed and i didn't want to add to that so <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're kind of off this week. And actually, speaking of being off this week, um, I know we had the random ride on here. I was just going to say we um, should get rid which, of the random ride this week. <laughs> yeah, which I, I, well, so, so I, I actually spun the wheel um, while you guys, or while we were talking here. So I do have a ride picked. What the heck? But it's up to you guys if you, you want to actually type it in chat. I want to hear, see what it is first. Uh, okay. Wait, so you're going to, once you see what it is, you're going to decide whether you want to do it or not? Absolutely. Oh, man, that's a tough one to, to go by. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we got a hold that I hate to say it. Okay. Yeah, I think we do, too. That's too much of a conversation. All right. Well, the, this this is, uh, you know, something for our listeners to speculate on. So the wheel has been spun, but you will all find out next week. But we Stay didn't tuned. hear we didn't hear it spinning though. What happened? Dude, I don't need to hear I did it on mute. If I, I never hear mind. the fake wheel spin again, I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Do I mean, can I get a better wheel spin sound for you? Or is it just Unless you're idea? making a wheel and spinning a real wheel? No. If you want to spin a real wheel, absolutely all day, every day. I vote for the big wheel from Price is Right. But the, the I see, yeah. So you're saying like the uh, the boop, 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 like yeah. that kind of sound. Need, I don't I mean, even I need that. that sure. Like, could Tom make a wheel? Yeah, I mean, I could get a yeah. wheel, but it feels unnecessary, and then I have to. Oh, store it's it never somewhere. unnecessary. <laughs> it would definitely be necessary for sure. Can I make it like really tiny though? Like, can it be really small so I don't have to like you know store it somewhere? <sighs> Is it gonna make enough clicking noise if it's small? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They, those yeah. little wheels still clicking. Yeah. Yeah, if we it could, has our logo on it. Yeah, absolutely. It's get a little mini spinning wheel. That'd I like. I like really this cool. Idea. Yeah, I, I like the idea um, of having an actual wheel. That would be nice. We'll, we'll we may we'll see what we can make happen here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't, right, well, we, so, it, don't, don't we have shirts too? I feel like we have shirts. We could use the shirt thing for the wheel. Speaking of shirts, shirt? when are we selling shirts? Mm. Oh well, yeah, I mean, we're always the, the new shirts. The new shirt. Yeah, when are we selling new shirts? I don't think I have the final art that was completed. You know, everybody, th this is just what I'm going to say. It's, I feel like I'm at work sometimes. I send Tom messages. He doesn't respond to them and then comes on the show like this. I Remember I sent you a message that said, I have no room on my Google Drive. Please create me a folder and I'd be more than happy to upload it. And then Tom just ghosts me. I was also sick for two weeks. I, uh, yeah, I was going to say prior to that. I would by cut the way. Tom some some stuff <laughs> prior to him know. being sick, unless he was like on the verge of being sick and his body was already shutting down, so he just yeah. couldn't think. I, I mean, I do that. remember that message. I just, I, I think I was, <laughs> but, I don't think I was in a place to do it. But if you, if you create me a spot, I'll be more than happy to send it to you. Okay. And then we can start selling. I feel like the show should just fund me up a, a Google Drive account. I feel like at this point, we have Google Drive through the show. 
Yeah. So, I don't remember what, we what the have. password is for that. Oh, okay. Well, that's the problem. There's that, that yeah. the problem. Okay. Share but, me a spot and we'll share it out. But anyway, we do have new shirts. We're literally sitting on them, looking at them, being happy yeah. about them. This is Damon's pet projects, by the way. This is uh, all the shirts are always my pet projects. I feel, but this is also one you've wanted to do for like a long time. So, the the design was specifically, yeah. That's funny because but, I would I would think probably the exact opposite. I felt like this is something that like the people wanted. Oh, okay. So you're just saying it's not you. It's it's people wanted it. I, I feel like the people wanted. I'm more than happy to oblige. You know, in that manner. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't necessarily personally pressing it. I feel like the the first one was the one I was personally pressing. I thought we were going to make buttons out of these. Making buttons? Yeah, actual buttons. We can do mm-hmm. that too. All right. I guess that's possible. Yeah. Why can't Why can't we make some buttons? Hey, man, we can do everything that we want. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll, we'll start Tom doing lets that. Let's do because you know what? I'd love a backpack. I think Trevor would too. But here we sit, backpackless. <laughs> We're like the, you know, uh, you know Bizarro no. Dora, I feel like. What, what, okay, but we have backpacks in the store that you could get Those right are, now. You just want like an embroidered one. And that's, yeah, that's a whole I want like a real backpack. Beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the embroidered one is a lot more is a lot more work than the, the ones that we have at the store. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll make it happen at some point here. I, I I I will I will free up some time to to get this done. Let's let's get back on track. What, first, what's back on track we, though? I don't, I don't no, I meant I meant up. like I meant we you know we kind of had the week we had the oh week. I see what you're saying. We got to let Tom recover. Let's, we got to let yeah. the show get out there. Where are we on this list? I kind of zoned out once pickleball, you started Disneyland uh, pickleball courts. Oh pickleball. Um, listen, I'm going to go back in time and and say that like this is bad. This I, is this is really bad, actually. Because I thought you were Mr. Pickleball, though. What I, I was that? until I've given up on pickleball. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go start now bashing. I'm a pickleball basher. I'm gonna go from one one aspect to the other. Doesn't it's, hold on. Go ahead. Doesn't this just reemphasize what you're saying about Disney's always late to everything? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, so, pickleball is already over. I don't feel like now. I don't think pickleball over. is over, but I think that the problem that I'm starting to have with pickleball is is like, dude, it's really boring. <laughs> like it's boring. Like I, I liked it for a while and then it just got stale and I, I have no interest in it. I haven't been to play pickleball in a long time. And I think this is part of the problem with pickleball courts taking over tennis courts, but that's okay. I don't think there even should be recreational tennis courts. I just feel like this is one of those things where if I'm on vacation, I don't necessarily know unless I was at, listen, I really enjoyed it when we were at, um, Hilton had had tennis. Which one was the one that has the place across the street? That was Vero. Oh, yeah, where the, we almost got bobcatted. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> that was nice because there's not a lot to do there, and it was nice to have tennis. But they only have two tennis courts. If they turn – do they have two? Well, yeah. I feel like if they turn one of those into pickleball courts, it's just going to get overrun. Well, yeah, I'm so, not sure about this. So we should I should say what we're talking about here. Yep. So Disney has uh, taken several of their te- tennis courts – and well, they, they it doesn't say that they turn them into. It says it's available at several other tennis courts, but yeah, that's like the worst pickleball when they use the tennis net and then just like put the lines out there. I hope that's not the case. Kind of seems like what they did. So at, at Yacht Club, Bay Lake Tower, uh, Kidani Village, and Old Key West, they've added uh, pickleball, and they will offer complimentary equipment for players as well. 
I mean, I guess for like the non-Jockos, that's not a bad idea because it does allow you to have tennis and pickleball. But for the Jockos, they are not going to respect the tennis net um, to play with. I was I played recently, and the only reason I played it was my son, his girlfriend, and my daughter. We all played, and she's like, "Oh, you want to play pickleball?" I said, yeah, sure. And then we roll up to the court, and it's like, "Oh, this is just a tennis court with some you know lines on it." But oh, okay, like it was fun enough. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I just seems I, like that's what they do. I don't see myself doing this. But then again, I think as I get older, maybe there's more vacations where I'm not doing the parks, but I still don't know if I want to play pickleball. I don't know. I'm just, I'm a little like off pickleball right now. I mean, maybe it will pick back up. Maybe in the summer I'll decide to play once my son's home. We'll go play a few times, but I'm just kind of out for now. What were we going to say, Trevor, before we, sorry. I mean, I was going to say, you know, I, I think, I guess my take on it is, yeah, you know, if it, if it's something that's available, great. I, I wouldn't be quite so picky about, like, I, I get that they're trying to dual purpose a tennis court into a pickleball court, like, because they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't want to go in and, you know, construct a whole bunch of new space for, for this kind of thing. So absolutely, I don't know. Like like I said, I, I, I appreciate that they're trying to make these things available and, you know, like you, like, I, I guess when I'm on vacation, it's kind of the last thing on my list to it, like. It harkens <laughs> back to what I would say about like when my wife wants to go somewhere and do nothing, right? Like I can play pickleball at home. Yeah. A pickleball court is a pickleball court, right? Like even with Disney paddles, I got yeah. you know smacking Mickey's nose into a, you know, pickleball. <laughs> like it doesn't change what it is, which is pickleball, which I can play anywhere. I don't need to play at Disney. Like I'm on a vacation from what my regular life is like. Trevor, is your professional thing in Canada too, or is it just a? Is this just a? Oh no, it's it's uh, made its way up here too. Uh, we um, we actually had the same thing happen where we have a, a or I'm in a um, what's called or a lake community. So we we have a like a um, uh, we have a, a lake and um, a bunch of like they've got basketball courts and tennis and all that kind of stuff. And they've done the same thing where they've turned the tennis courts into also pickleball courts because it's popular. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know so the same thing. Like I, I can walk 10 minutes and go play pickleball. I don't need to go to Disney to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I know in my area that there, there's a couple places opening that are like, like pickleball specific places. Yes. Like there's a few, where they have like too. bars and food and then, you know, like eight pickleball courts and they do like tournaments and stuff. You know what I'm talking about, Damon? Like, that's a becoming yeah. a thing. We have similar stuff. I just, like I said, for me, like, and listen, I'm not, it's not like I'm going there and, and whipping all these people, which is why I don't want to play anymore. It's just, it, I had this discussion with my friend. He, here's my biggest problem with pickleball. If I win, I leave the court. If I lose, I leave the court. So, so why do I care? The court, that's what you're yeah, I mean, I guess maybe a tournament is way different, but again, like if I win, I'm still leaving the court. Like if I lose, I'm still leaving the court. So like, what's the incentive for me to win? Gotcha. So mm. it's not like if you win, you continue playing or something like that. Absolutely. There's and, no, and, there's no and, king of the hill rules. No, there's not. So, and that's the biggest problem that I have. Like, I think I would like it a lot more if there was, you know, again, at basketball, you lose, you're off the court. Like, see you later. You might not play for a while, but this is just like, it was they made it accessible for everybody, and then they tried to make it competitive. Well, which one is it? Is it accessible for everybody or is it competitive? Yeah. I get it. I, I get what you're saying. I, I still have yet to mm. play pickleball. I, I would like to. 
Tom, feel free to come to uh, the Raleigh area and we can play pickleball. We can play some pickleball? Anytime you want. All right. So is the net actually supposed to be different than a ten- the tennis net, Damon? Because it sounds like you're saying it is. It is. Okay. Yep. It's a different kind of net. It's a different kind of net. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, you know, in college, I used to play like badminton a lot, you know. I, I mean, that's way better. So, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, the, the thing is, it would be, I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're just over pickleball. You're done with pickleball. For, for right now, um, yeah. I mean, it's a different height when it's a tennis net. It's higher. So, like, again, like, if you're if you're catering to just the people that play it for fun and don't need to practice while they're on vacation, then all right, fine. But then again, I would ask the same question. I mean, if I can do this at home, why am I doing it there? Yeah, but I mean, like, if you're just doing a resort-only day, like, what else are you going to do? Like, you know. That's not something so, you want to do. So that, that's where it's just uh, entertainment. It's not yeah competitive or anything. But but if I'm going to be doing a resort, so again, if I'm doing a resort, which which I am, like I'm not doing something I can do at home. I don't feel like yeah. Like the whole point is let me do something else because it's true. Why do I, I mean, want to do something I'm doing at home? I don't know. That's just the way I feel. Yeah, I, I I get you there. You know, we're we we're the same way. Like we actually, you know, coincidentally, we're we're going out of town next week, and you know, we're we're not going anywhere. Like it's it's like an hour drive away, but we're already like asking ourselves, like, what are we going to do out there? Because you know, it's the same thing. You, you know, yeah, I could you know I could go eat at you know burger king for <laughs> like they have burger king out there but would i really want to go eat at burger king or would i rather go and find like you know a restaurant that's unique to to that area or you know something mm-hmm. that i can't find in the city it's it's the same thing right yeah. like yeah I, I get what you're saying all right well just a couple more things here so right. uh Disney no, you guys are going to go on and on about this Hatbox Ghost, aren't you? Probably not. No, I've, I've already seen the Hatbox Ghost. You guys are you guys are behind on this. So. Yeah, and I don't care that much about it. I don't, don't even think I went to Haunted it? Mansion last time I was there. Really? Nope. What? what? Oh, I'm sorry. You don't like Haunted Mansion? <laughs> what, 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 I mean, what I like it, but I mean, how much can I like it? I, a lot? <laughs> no, I definitely don't like it a lot. It's worth a ride. Yeah. Every time. Come on. It's one of the best. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it when whenever it does arrive in Florida. But yeah, I've already seen what, it, so yeah, yeah. It's, it is interesting that they posted a preview of this, though. Like, I mean, they really could have just recorded the Disneyland version and then just threw it out there. Like, this is this is probably not even the one that they're putting in the the Magic Kingdom version, right? Like, I mean, they just uh, I, put out a video of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks the same as the one in Disneyland. I couldn't tell the difference. So. I can't imagine it's going to be any different, right? Like, it's going to no. be the same. Uh, I mean, so I really, they're just, they're just previewing it. They're, you know, they're saying it's going to materialize this year. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's hype building, right? Yeah. That's what they do. Right. Yeah. That's always what they do. Uh, and so they did like this halfway to Halloween thing, you know, cause why not? I feel like they always mm-hmm. do it. Right. But, and you know, I, I really didn't put a lot of that stuff into this, but they did announce that Mickey's not so scary. Halloween parties coming back starting August 11th, which you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's just if it's getting earlier every year. You know the way I feel about that. But I what's that, Damon? 
You said, you know, the way I feel about that. I hate well, that. That's so ridiculous. So, early. so, so I, I will say this though, because I, 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 actually, there's nothing I, you so, can say, Trevor. <laughs> well, no, so so, so here, here, here's the take that I kind of liked about it is that like those first couple of days or whatever, mm-hmm. is going to be all the, the like YouTube vloggers and stuff going to the Halloween party so they can post it, which mm, keeps yeah. them out of like the rest of the time that people actually want to go. So it doesn't ha- keep them out, Trevor. I mean, that's wishful <laughs> well, thinking. I wish that was the case. Well, the, the, there's usually a gap. Like they go at the beginning and then they go closer to Halloween. They're usually not there. Like you, I don't ever see that like post where they're like in the middle of September posting about going to Mickey's not so scary. So Maybe. I guess the way I look at it is, you know, you know, let all the the media type people get their fix in August so that everyone else can go when it's actually getting close to Halloween season. That's my take on it. Yeah, right. so I, I, it starts August 11th. There's what, six dates in August and then significantly more dates in September and then even more dates in October, of course. And then November 1st, which Almost feels like August 11th to me because I'm just like, Halloween's now over. Why am I going to go to the party after Halloween? Like, so a lot of the haunted places around here do something where like after Halloween's over, then they do special ones where like the no light ones or something like that. And that would be fine. Like if Disney did something special after Halloween, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. But it's going to be the same. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is, is that cuts into the time for them to transition to the Christmas. Stuff. Christmas, yes, which they yeah. can't do. Totally understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's basically like every other night. Uh, well, it's not every other. It's for in October. It's like three first, nights a week or something. Yeah, it's first, third, fifth, sixth, ninth, tenth, twelfth, thirteenth, fifteenth, seventeenth, twenty, nineteenth, twenty. You know, you get the idea. Uh, so those tickets, by the way, go on sale uh, on April twenty seventh. So if you're listening to, it's already on sale for. People that are staying on property, everyone else not staying on property, uh, they go on sale May 2nd. So uh, if you're listening to this, uh, it, it, they'll go on sale uh, tomorrow, I guess, if you're listening the first day. Uh, so I don't think anyone listens the first day anymore. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Definitely yeah, we, gone down. We get people, people saying that, that they're listening to us the day it comes out. Yeah, it seems that the majority of people said that they listen yeah. right when it comes out. No. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just wish more people would post in the group, dude. I've, I've now I'm not posting in the group because no one posts in the group. So now the group's just dead. It's dead to me. There's no one in the group anymore. The, no one posts in the group anymore. Not really. Um, no, there's there's still posts in there, but yeah, you're right. It's it it's down a little bit right now. Yeah. I'm, well, I've more been, people I've been post big, big on Discord more than anything these last couple weeks, I guess. So. You can find me on Discord. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, more people post in the group and get Damon back involved in the group. <laughs> I would love that. Um, so just two more things here. So, you know, there's uh, uh, May the 4th, of course, is coming up. So they're going to have some special food for May the 4th, of course. Uh, but, you know, I, I always, by the way, I always like the whole uh, churro uh, churro holders that, you know, look like lightsabers, like, I know they do it. They've been doing it every year for like a while now, but I do find it funny. I, I think that's a, a great thing. I would agree with that. I didn't look at this food though. Is it anything good? The, I, I got to say that they've got the little chocolate Darth Vader head. So yeah. like one of the first <laughs> pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, it does not look 
threatening at all. Like, I, he's it, feels like it feels like a cute version of Darth Vader, especially the way they've got it positioned in the cup is it's like, I don't know. It, it just so, it doesn't look right. <laughs> so, so here's the thing, right? So there is that new show coming, which, again, I'm doing an interview, which is really the only reason I, I know about this show. You, you saw that new show that that's coming. So it's the High Republic era. It's about it's for toddlers, pretty much. And it's about young Jedi. No, no, I haven't seen that. No. no. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about it. Yeah, I, I think that again, I, this is something that just kind of starts to bother me in general. Like, I get Disney marketing is out to make money. I understand it's a company. I understand why they're doing what they're doing. But do we really need toddlers involved in Star Wars? And and look, I guess maybe from the aspect of going to the park and seeing Galaxy's Edge, they do. But do I? Right? Like, do I need? Be, like it, it's it's younger Yoda, right? Like there's a younger Yoda, and he's kind of the tie into the rest of the universe, like with little kids with lightsabers doing Jedi stuff. I just don't think I need that. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. For yeah, who? Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I see. I want to just go back to the Darth Vader chocolate. Just the fact well, that it's I, called Darth by I, chocolate. I, I, th- I think though that everything is getting less scary and more. Um, inclusive you so see. that they can make more money. No, oh, yeah, that that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's just maybe, you know, maybe Darth Vader doesn't show up very well in a chocolate mold, but you know, <laughs> it could be that too. Yeah, I but I do love that it's called Darth by Chocolate. I think that's yes. kind of hilarious. <laughs> and I'm always here for a parfait. So, <laughs> you know, I'm always there for a, far, for a parfait, but like I don't ever want to pay for a parfait because I feel like it's not cost effective or worth it. I, yeah. All right, I get that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. This I feel like uh I feel like these uh this docking bay seven food like is uh not something I would be into, but uh what is this? Temple root leaf with mo- and moss salad with seasoned guayo eggs. Looks like colored eggs and yeah, the some egg- salad. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's mushrooms and fried potato. Ah, yeah, this is not just this is just not for me. <laughs> none of this that's is for fair. me. I like a salad, but not, none of that's for me. I would I mean, try it. I mean, you know the, me. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this too, and I'm just not. Re- there's nothing really here that I don't know. I don't think there's trying to figure there. out what these Princess Leia cinnamon buns are actually called. Oh, you're like way you're like way down there. I'm still well, all everything's the way up bad. We got to keep on going well, further I, down. Okay, so so you know it's it's like the the you know Grogu stuff, like a you know that's all stuff, not even food. Cake pops this, and then Wookiee cookies. Like we look at this green muffin thing. You're you're all the way down, like further down. Yeah, I yeah. mean the the muffin looks like, dude. It looks like a grocery store muffin. It's. I mean, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's not even like big so, and puffy yeah. or anything. Like it looks like it's minuscule. Yeah, you, you're right. It, it, it's that like you know somebody in the bakery made an attempt at something and it didn't quite work out, but they put it out anyway. <laughs> it's just kind of weird though, because like usually they don't present the stuff like that uh like this you know what i mean usually it's like got the fancy wrapper on it and then it's got all sorts yeah. of stuff on the top of it and I you know like this, this like you said it just looks like a basic muffin jelly fruit basic muffin. muffin but it's passion fruit buttermilk muffin with pineapple and blackberry jam that's that's a weird muffin oh so what's on the blue? yeah i don't know I'm, I'm now i'm down at the bottom too because there is something down there that's very interesting what what are you seeing i'm seeing the swirls on the water Okay, yeah, that's the place where you can get like Dole Whip over at uh, Disney Springs. Uh, Dole Whip mango swirled with habanero soft serve. 
Oh yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Chocolate rocks and an and a BB eight edible garnish. <laughs> and graham cracker crumbs. Yeah. That, that sounds interesting. I mean, I guess sounds if you're different. spicy, right? If you're into spicy, yeah. I'm not it just seems different. I, I like different. What about this uh what about this orb zipper that they have going on over at Ronto Roasters? Because that thing's pretty cool looking as far as zippers go. I don't uh, waste my money on orb thing. Yeah. I I feel I feel the presentation of it here is better than it will actually be. It, you think so? Yeah, it, because this is making it look like it's like glass and metal, almost. Which we know it's plastic. Yeah, we know. It's plastic. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, I feel like when you get the actual plastic thing in your hand, you will feel differently about it. That's fair. I just think it looks cool, but I, I understand your feeling on this too. By the way, I've had the the Wookie cookie before that they're they're advertising here from Backlog Express, and it is gigantic and it is delicious. So just want to throw that out there for anybody that it looks like there's two different versions of the Wookiee cookie this year. Where's the other one? Uh, one oh, of them. Oh yeah. With, are, one with sprinkles. Yeah. I see. I see what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. That's over in Disneyland though. The one with sprinkles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like a, the Wookiee cookie is really good. It's, it's literally, it's an oatmeal cream pie. Basically it's oatmeal cookies with vanilla mm. filling. It's, it's yeah. Really that's not my thing. It's like, it's like a little Debbie's, which, yeah, but it's it's like a homemade little Debbie's. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like little Debbie's in general, so I'm not really. This Darth Vader cupcake look cupcake looks more intimidating than the, than the parfait, though. It does. Maybe, maybe it's just yeah. the red. Is it just the red lighting that they use in the picture? Is that? <laughs> it helps for sure. Yeah, yeah, it helps. It, 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 looks, it looks more the, intimidating. The the cup one. It looks like he's like. It, it's like those commercials they did where it was like darth vader walking around disneyland like it almost feels like it's like you caught darth vader like sitting in a in a sauna or something like that oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the like. shirts that you see sometimes with like uh darth vader and like stormtroopers like riding rides at disney and it says like yeah they ever or whatever have you, have you seen yeah. those shirts yeah yeah well yeah because that's based on a commercial that they did yeah it's years yeah. ago so that that's what the first one feels like to me is that it's it's that non-intimidating Darth Vader. <laughs> the second one looks like a lot more intimidating, though. I will say, yeah, I will say. So, um, okay. Any any other ones on right. here? This Darth Maul thing looks pretty cool. I'll say that it just looks cool. I don't know if it's yeah, yeah. It's good. it's it's a nice uh, yeah. It it definitely looks like Darth Maul, but uh, I mean those dome cakes are. I don't know. I, I feel like they're kind of getting overdone a lot. The dome cakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they definitely are a popular option. I'm trying to see anything else. I think I think that covers it all, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, one last thing. I I, I just felt like we had to talk about this because this was like a big thing that happened, you know, pretty much a couple days ago at this point. I'm, maybe it was a, maybe it was like a week ago. It was last week, but uh, yeah, we're not allowed to have dragons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, dragons are not allowed anymore. So I actually saw I saw this news popping up all over the place, and I was like, wow, this is that's crazy. So I mean I'm sure everybody saw this at this point, but the Maleficent dragon over at uh, at Disneyland during Fantasmic uh, basically caught on fire and completely burnt, basically the entire thing burnt down. Yeah, which is really just is really sad actually. You know, really disappointing. It is, and and the thing to keep in mind, so um, the Disney World version of Maleficent is just like the wings and the head. This is actually like the full body like like it's a full it's like a full animatronic basically yeah. yeah so so yeah it's it's unfortunate that 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 happened and 
the the good thing is is that where it's positioned or it's it's on Tom Sawyer's Island, which I, I know sounds crazy to to people that haven't been to Disneyland, but it makes sense. Um, so because it was you know it's obviously very separated from everything else, you know, obviously they had to get the cast members evacuated, but you know it's kind of self contained to 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 just where it was on Tom Sawyer's Island. And um, I don't know if you saw the side effect of this was that the um, the Maleficent uh, float in in the the um, the parade is no longer going to be spitting fire for the foreseeable future either. Yeah, because they, it they, sounds like they shut down all fire effects is what they said. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's obviously they all use similar um, methods for doing it, and it sounds like they're having to review systems and look at safety and all that kind of stuff, which is unfortunate because you know i i think a lot of people you know everyone loves seeing fire as long as it's controlled fire um (laughs) not not this kind of fire i feel like they did kind of a similar thing after the other maleficent you know caught on fire the one in the uh festival fantasy parade like when that one caught on fire i think they did the same thing where they suspended all the fire effects while they like reviewed everything i mean listen i i think they're gonna bring the fire effects back right it's not like oh yeah but it, it, it's not like they're done. It's just they, they're doing a review. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a matter of, you know, they got to make sure that it because it, it's not just like is the system working, but it's also, you know, obviously there's materials around the system. Like in this case, it's, you know, hey, there's there's this giant animatronic. They need to look at the materials that are that make it because, you know, you know, something even though it's not necessarily near the mouth, you know, you get fire that lands in the wrong spot. And, you know, like you you saw in the video. It goes up very quick, unfortunately. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's. If you haven't seen the video, go out and you know seek some video. I mean, there's a bunch of videos out there, but it's um, it's it's pretty crazy what happens. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, the entire thing got destroyed. Although I did see that it looks like they're going to start doing the show again. They're just going to do it in uh, B mode, where they're going to have just like a water screen with Maleficent on it, which obviously not mm-hmm. as good, right? Like Maleficent's a big part of the show, right? It's it's like the one of the main attractions of the show, so. To have yep, that missing but, really stinks, but at least you'll still have the show. And there's still a pirate ship in the Disneyland show, so they've still got that going for them. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They still got, yeah, yeah there's still other things, right? Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, I just, I know this is old news at this point. I just felt like we would, we could not bring it up, right? Like, it's a pretty, pretty big thing that happened. It so. is, yeah. And, and, you know, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's a quick turnaround because, you know, like I said, every, everyone likes fire effects, but, um, yeah. Well, and hopefully no, no dragons rebuild, for us. Hopefully they can rebuild the Maleficent, you know. It's going to take well, a long time though. I mean, like that's I wouldn't expect to see that figure back for quite a while. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, think about when the uh when the float caught fire, right? Oh yeah. That was that was gone for our, about a year, wasn't it? And I I forget how long it was gone, but I mean, and that didn't even yeah. burn completely, right? Like it caught on fire, but it was it still survived the fire. Like this com- didn't su- survive the fire at all. It completely burned to a crisp. So they basically have to rebuild it from scratch, yeah. which they didn't have to do with the float. Um, I, I I feel past a certain point when things are burnt, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, because yeah. I I think even with the Maleficent float, I think that you know there was still an equal amount of work that had to go into it. That it's not just like rebuilding the head and saying okay, we're good. Like because because the, yeah, sure. the system is bigger than the head, right? So, That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they rebuilt it from scratch, but yeah, to your point, they probably had to replace a lot more. Yeah. 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 All right. 
Let's yeah. go ahead and wrap up unless there's anything else uh, you guys want to talk about. Trevor or Damon, either one of you? No, nope. I'm I'm good. All right. All right, let's let's wrap it up, Trevor. All right. As usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting emails from you guys, you know, you know, just uh, things like questions, you know, your own trip reports or, you know, a- anything like that. You know, we, we, we love just uh, uh, interacting with you guys. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. YouTube also is Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, and if you are on Facebook, you know, as we said earlier, we have our Facebook group, welcome home, Disney waitlist. Uh, we, we would love to see you in there. We got a lot of good people in there. There is still lots of conversation that goes on in there, even though I know, I know Damon says he's not posting there as much, but I still do see, you know, people post the memes in there and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just a good place to talk with other Disney fans and fans of the podcast. So, you know, come join us if, uh, if you're interested in having a conversation. If you want to help support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different merchandise. There is, uh, uh, shirts and, um, mugs and all kinds of good stuff on there that, uh, um, you know, it just helps us continue to produce the show. And then alternately, we also have a Patreon, which you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our exclusive Patreon, um, support levels that have merch that you can't get on the store. And uh, for all of our Patreon supporters, uh, they also get access to the discord server, which is yet another place that we, uh, we enjoy having conversations with our listeners. So um, if that's more your speed, you know, consider having a look at Patreon. And as usual, if you are listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. It does help more people find the show and uh, specifically on iTunes um, you can leave us a written review, which, uh, if, uh, um, you know, we, we do try to read them. So, uh, you know, you may, you may get your review posted on the show if, uh, if that sounds like something you want to do, but, uh, yeah, we also love hearing your feedback on there too. I don't know if we had any, uh, new ones this week, Tom, no but, reviews uh, this week. No, yeah. no, 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 no new reviews. Ones. Everyone's on reviews. Day. No one star reviews. Don't no, we don't want those, Damon. We don't know. <laughs> no, I secretly do, but yeah, okay. I it's not so secret. <laughs> yeah, it's it's They're not, it's not so a secret. I, 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 I wish they were funny, and then five stars would be the best. But if they can't be that, then you know. I mean, they can be if you want. I mean, I w- wish they could be, but I, they're usually we, we've not. had some really funny five star reviews. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I it's mean, too bad that the star rating like messes up the whole algorithm thing because it would be like, you know, you could almost do like a if you like Tom rate five, if you like Damon rate one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be great. That'd be really helpful. Well, remember, yeah. when, remember when YouTube was like you could get super popular YouTube videos. It was only based on interaction. So like a dislike yeah. was just as good as a like. It didn't matter which it was. As long it didn't as matter which it was. It was just based like, on yeah. interaction. So people would post. That's how actually those, um, you know, those commentary videos that people post like yeah. all the time now. That's how they first mm-hmm. started. And it would be like somebody would get on and post a commentary video and people would be like, oh, this is so stupid. And they, you know, dislike, dis- dislike, dislike. And then, you know, it's got two million views. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's. Yeah, exactly. Views are views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Well, also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. 
You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home and look for the one you know that's obviously Disney. So there's more Welcome Homes now too. Are there really more? Yeah, there's more. Yeah, we're. I, I will say we're consistently showing up. Uh, you know, in in the top of of that now. If you search for Welcome Home, so. But remember that your Google search is dependent on you, right? Well, the, you know, listen, I've searched it in you know other places, but yeah, sure. I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about Google search. I'm talking about like searching on like services, like you know, oh, on Spotify, you, you. or like searching on like you know. The I podcast. still want. Um, what was her name? Kristen and what's her name? Are they ever bringing back their Welcome Home podcast? Are they? Are they still? Are they still even doing it? I, I don't think. I think no, they they're not. But they're still up there and out there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened? Look, we outlasted the other Welcome Home. We didn't right. have to beat them. We just had to outlast them. That's right. Yeah. There can only be one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Highlander's exactly. coming back. Highlander is coming yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not but employed by the Walt Disney Company. Not such all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a uh, DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to, to our sponsor, Monero Financial. We're sponsoring this episode and, of course, World of DVC for continuing to, to support the show. And they're good hats. Yeah, and they're good hats because <laughs> Damon finally got hats. Yeah. So, uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Do a hug when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.